0: Environmental, social, and governance programs can pose unique challenges for chief financial officers charged with maximizing returns. The reason? The big price tags and long timelines. Now, the push from regulators and many stakeholders to transform and align companies with new sustainability goals is an enduring change, which carries unique challenges, according to Christine Moyer, distinguished VP and analyst with the Gartner Group. Now, Moyer says digital business is probably a 10 to 20 year transformation journey. ESG is a 30 to 40 year journey on its own. In today's podcast for Future CFO, we are joined by Quintin Hueno, Managing Director for Asia-Pacific at Fiscal Note ESG Solutions, to discuss some of the imperatives and challenges CFOs in Asia face as they lead the ESG charge for their respective companies. Quintin, welcome to Podchats for Future CFO.
1: Thanks, Alan. Uh, thanks for having me over. How do you see the role of the
0: CFO in driving the success of their company's ESG initiative?
1: Obviously, when you're a CFO, you have a lot on your plate, right? And a lot of what CFOs are focused on is really closely related to ESG, uh, because for one thing, they need to make sure that the company is financially sound and they also be attractive to investors investors, customers, and company themselves, they're not looking only at financial data to make decisions anymore. So they also need to look at ESG data to assess the performance of the company and whether that is a good investment for them. For them, it's, you know, they they really need to spend a lot of focus on that. And I think it's one of the reasons that ESG is becoming pervasive throughout the organization. It's not because you have a chief sustainability officer that the other C-level executive would not have to be involved in ESG. And in fact, I've seen quite a lot of companies where the CFO is the one to wear the chief sustainability officer hat. So they definitely have a vested interest in driving the ESG initiatives. And I think it's just going to keep on growing because a lot of the financial aspects of the company is really getting affected by the ESG risk and opportunities. Uh, For example, if today you're a CFO and you're looking for insurance for your company, they're going to look at your exposures to climate risk, for example. And therefore they will decide on whether or not they want to insure you and what premium is going to be. So it's really a reflection from the fact that, you know, climate change and other ESD risk will have a dramatic impact on companies and the way they operate. From my understanding,
0: ESG, while it's certainly an old topic, it's only picked up significantly as a discussion point, not just uh, across the board, but also with CFOs in particular in the region the last couple of years during the pandemic. Now, as CFOs address the issues around ESG, how should they prepare for this? Where should they start and what do they need to know, given that many of them might be new to as far as uh, orchestrating an ESG strategy?
1: That's a very good question. And I think it really depends on what you're setting, which company you're in. Because obviously, if you've been with a big MNC that has been working on ESG for the past decade, uh, I would say they have a lot more robust understanding of how to tackle that. Maybe if you're with a tech company that's going really fast, you're really new to all these things. So I think the first step in case you're really not familiar with that space is to bridge the knowledge gap, because you need to understand things like ESG framework, impact measurement, or even what are the expectation of your investors, because you need to be able to have those conversations. So once you've done that, I think the next thing I really recommend to a lot of the people I talk to is to think about it strategically. And it's no more just a compliance process whereby I'm going to report my ESG disclosures just because my investors or the regulators are asking for it. You have to think about how can I embed sustainability within my business strategy? Because that's how you're going to make sure your company can thrive over the long run. Uh, And that's really where you need to also understand what is material to you. Because ESG, you know, we all use it. It's a very simple acronym. It might seem very short, but actually there's a lot of issues underlying there. You have things like carbon emissions, biodiversity, gender equality, health and safety. So for you as a business, you really need to understand what's material to you. And once you've taken stock of where you are with your business, that's where you can go into impact measurement. Because impact measurement will really paint the picture. picture of where you are as a business. It will tell you what's my impact on the society, the environment, what's my exposure to different risks, whether it's climate or social risk. And that can really pave the way to an action plan for you to kind of embark on a long-term journey for sustainability.
0: Speaking of which, you just raised that topic. Investor stakeholders and management are increasingly asking companies to give quantifiable metrics for their ESG initiatives. Now, many analysts say that the finance department, with its experience in compiling and reporting, is natural fit. Now, of course, there are numbers people there. However, many CFOs see non-financial metrics around ESG as cost. So, how can a CFO who sets their sights on ROIs translate these non-financial metrics as a source of value? you.
1: That's very interesting because I come from a world I used to work on energy efficiency and I used to uh, have a lot of stakeholders that would focus on ROI to decide whether they want to undertake an initiative. Here, I think on ESG, we need to think a little bit differently because for one, yes, you have some ESG initiative that might legitimately be judged upon a payback period or an ROI. For example, uh, you can look at how cutting your carbon emissions uh, might improve your exposure to carbon tax and actually save you money or maybe how you can reduce the chances of litigation and finally paying a fine or something like that. But on the other hand, you have a lot of ESG initiatives around diversity and inclusion and health and safety that you can't really quantify with a dollar amount. So I think the mindset needs to shift a little bit here because you need to look at everything quantitative, qualitative, and also non-quantifiable benefits for your ESG initiatives. And I think having a good governance and a good ESG performance can also even help you attract investors. What we're seeing here is that companies that are working on ESG very seriously are getting access to new sources of financing like green bonds or sustainability linked loan. So it really opens up a lot more avenues for you and not everything can be, you know, measured by ROI. Should companies integrate their ESG reporting, which I understand
0: is a totally different set of reports that they need to do with their financial reporting and why should they do this?
1: Yeah, I think that definitely makes sense. And for one thing, a lot of investors are asking for it. So you can no longer get away with just disclosing your financial data. People want to know what's your performance around ESD risk and opportunities. So it really makes sense for them to integrate that into their annual reporting. And I would say CFO are really well placed to do that because the way you treat non-financial data today is becoming very close to the way you do also financial Reporting. So we see that whenever you do, like, for example, GHG accounting or uh, reporting figures around social and governance, I would say the rigor and the technical skills that are required by financial professionals can prove very useful.
0: Let me ask you this based on your observation, how are companies in our region, the Asia Pacific region, doing as far as moving forward with their ESG strategies? And how, at least in your experience, are how engaged are the CFOs and the finance departments in these initiatives?
1: Well, there's definitely a lot of progress in the region. It's never fast enough because we're facing a climate crisis, but companies are really getting on board and especially the ones that may have not worked on ESG or sustainability a lot in the past. I can see that CFOs are stepping up and taking the lead uh, because they don't necessarily have a chief sustainability officer. So that's very encouraging. And we've seen quite a few signals from the market this year. If you look at Singapore, for example, uh, the fact that the Singapore government is pushing to raise the carbon tax. I think that's very good. It's going to push a lot of business to take this issue more, much more seriously, incentivizing them financially to cut their emissions. And you see the same thing from stock exchanges. So whether it's in Hong Kong or Singapore, the stock exchanges have made it mandatory to disclose your ESG information. The one thing though, I would say about Asia Pacific and the region is that the things are quite uneven throughout the region. So you have some countries that are, I would say, fairly mature and taking the lead on ESG like Singapore or Hong Kong or, uh, you know, within North Asia, Japan and Korea. And some others are a little bit lagging because they've been mostly in firefighting mode on the economic consequences of COVID and they may not have had the time to spend as much attention on ESG. But I think we'll see things picking up very shortly in the, in the next one to two years.
0: Now, taking on a consultant's hat for you, what do you see are the challenges that CFOs will face in helping drive their company's ESG commitments, and how can they resolve these?
1: Yeah, so one of the challenge is just keeping up to speed with everything that's happening with the ESG ecosystem because it's changing all the time. You have new framework, and it's also very hard to keep track of all the new regulations and policies that are being imposed by the government. So if you're a CFO, it's very overwhelming. And if you don't have an efficient way of digesting this constant flow of information, it becomes very difficult. The next bit that's also very challenging for CFO is around impact measurement. Uh, around the ESG. CFOs, they're extremely proficient with financial data, but ESG data, that's a little bit newer to them. So they do not really know what to track, how to track it. And I personally believe that one of the things that's going to help them a lot is technology, because it is going to make the process a lot more efficient. Now, the last thing that I think is a challenge and that we're trying to help here in Singapore and the region is getting companies to get past the compliance stage. For a lot of years, I would say ESG has been driven by a check the box approach where you need to comply to the regulation and the investor demands. But what we want to see is a lot of companies, after they've gone through those rounds of several ESG disclosure, for them to integrate sustainability as a strategy and as a competitive advantage. And that can be something challenging because you need to have the ability of, you know, benchmarking yourself against your peers really understanding what they're doing and how you can make a difference. In 30 seconds, tell us what Fiscal Note ESG Solutions is all about, at least in our part of the world. Sure. So Fiscal Note ESG Solution is all about helping companies measure and improve their impact on the environment and the society. There's a lot of demands that's being put upon companies to actually disclose their performance and find ways to decarbonize their business. And at Fiscal Note ESG Solution, we bring a very comprehensive suite of offering with technology and advisory services to help the companies uh, move forward in the sustainability journey. Quentin, thank you very much for
0: joining us on Podchats for Future CFO. Thank you, Alan. That was Quentin Fuena, Managing Director for Asia Pacific at Fiscal Note ESG Solutions on the topic of why CFOs need to be driving ESG initiatives. You are listening in the Podchats for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CFO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CFO. Bye for now.